today on the program. I'm not racist. Every Martin Luther King Day, I order dark roast. It's dragged across concrete. Welcome to the Rewatch Party, everybody. I am your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the stakeouts to my robber robbery, Los and Brandon. That How us? you guys doing? Oh, thanks. How's it going? If you are mistaken, your testicles will be removed. Wow. <laughs> That's... Are you mistaken? <laughs> I am not. Are you sure we're your, uh, you we're are, your stakeout You are buddies? the stakeouts to my robber Good. robbery. I don't want to have to take off your testicles. Today. I don't want that either. Okay. I, yo, I need my balls. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. We're going to need them back, man. Like, I don't remember what that's from. Yo, I need my testicles, dude. I don't know. Uh, it's from something. But then it also makes me think of Lebowski. What do you need that for? What do you need that for? I need my Johnson. What do you need that for, dude? <laughs> oh, Donnie. Uh, today, we are talking about Dragged Across Concrete from 2018. Ah! Written and directed and musically scored by, therefore completing the filmography so far, of S. Craig Zoller. The man behind Bone Tomahawk. Oh, I hope you're kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Bone Tomahawk and Brawl and Cell Block 99 previous episodes. Uh, check back in your podcast I I provider. Dro- I wish I had a drop from any one of those. Probably. You did. You had the talk correct or get raped one. No, I, you know, I, they're just played off of the Oh, the I thought you had themselves. that saved as a... <clears throat> yeah. I don't have something that easily lets me like record something that the computer is actually doing like without having some sort of external device that has to go out that sends it to there that I wish I just did that internally if somebody can help me with that there you go listeners I'll make more drops but in the meantime you know it's get on just, it I'm not I'm Lo- not. Los is offering money for this yes see he agreed that was a yes um okay. so at one point, Vince Vaughn was working with Mel Gibson on Hacksaw Ridge. I never saw it. I don't know anything about ninja, it. Dude. Um, and while they were working, Vince was like, hey, Mel, this dude, S. Craig Zoller, makes all these fucking wild movies. I just did one with him where I was a boxer in prison and stomped a guy's head like a watermelon. It's fucking crazy. You got to look at this. And Mel was like, oh, this script is great. I'll do the movie. That's my Mel Gibson impression for some reason. I don't know. Uh, so this whole thing is Vince Vaughn's fault, is what I'm saying. This is all Vince Vaughn's fault. It is. Um, it is? It is. So we open up. The movie starts on some fucking. Like, first thing you see, fucking. And you're like, oh, this is going to be an exciting movie. Yeah. And you would be wrong. Because it is not. Um, well, that's actually end of fucking. We get the, the, the final, like... Awkward climactic thrusts, and then he rolls over, and she seems pretty unimpressed by the whole thing. She's kind of bored you, by you, it. You you mean coitus? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean coit him. There was no us involved in whatever just happened. Uh, the guy is Henry, played by Tori Kittles, not Skittles, Kittles. Mm. Um, so after that, because he tries to talk to her, I'm thinking that she is a working woman. Um, but next scene, he's getting dropped off at an apartment building by Michael Jai White back from the Dark Knight. Now, he's the dude that got stabbed by the Joker. Oh, with the, in the eyeball? No, the one well, right before they did the pool cue auditions. Oh, you right, right. Yeah, he's one of the... he was like one of the the gangsters in in Dark Knight. I mean, he's a uh, he's got black belts in like forty different fucking forms of martial arts. He's he is a badass, and he will eventually show up in the rewatch in an actual action movie where you get to see him do, you know, his things instead of just playing a two-bit gangster that gets murdered. Like Maybe he has so in the two fucking mo- ninja, dude. Exactly. Uh, he also was Spawn, and I throw that out for... He was Spawn? Spawn, yeah, the live, ac- the live action Spawn movie with John Leguizamo and all that. I don't in think the I 90s. saw that, no. It's okay. It's not as good as the comics would be, but... Uh, 
it's fine. I just know my cousin Eric was a huge fan of it, so I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that along with Michael here. Um, but he's dropping him off, and he's talking about something going on Tuesday. Hey, there's a single on Tuesday, and Henry's like, ah, you know, man, let me think about it. Let me get settled in before I consider this shit. Goes up to his apartment, immediately grabs a bat from underneath his couch, and uh, uh, goes and knocks on this bedroom door, right? And you hear this woman's voice like, hey, I got company. And he's like, yeah, that's the fucking problem. Put some clothes on and eject him, or I'm practicing home runs on his skull. Okay. And then another line he says here is, move like you and fast forward. <laughs> Which, I mean, you could have just said hurry up, but whatever. It's as Craig Zoller. He likes to David Goyer his fucking dialogue. You knew what I meant. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So out walks Jennifer, played by Vanessa Bell Calloway, who was in Coming to America. Pretty classic movie. Never saw Coming to America. The Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall joint. James Earl Jones even in that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm much um, familiar. But she's in that. She's also in a movie, a little movie called Daylight with rewatch favorite royalty Stallone. <laughs> but she's like, all right, I'm out here, but you got to promise that you're not going to hurt my friend. And out walks this, like, old, bald, white, slubbish-looking guy. Basically me. <laughs> Comes walking out of the bedroom. And uh, he goes, looks at this guy and goes, I told you, uh, you better not call on my mama anymore. And that's when I was like, whoa, this scene just got really fucking weird. And then as the dude's trying to leave, like he's struggling with the locks at the door because, you know, he wants to get out before he gets a fucking baseball bat to the face. And he's like yeah. trying to get out, and, the, and Henry yells, hey, take the garbage bags down as you go. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> in the fuck is even happening? So his mom, his mom is now hooking. Grade A whore. She, is, she can't uh, come home no more. <laughs> well, he can't come home because home is now where she operates her business. Um, and, you know, she's just trying to earn money however she can. His ass went to jail, so she was doing what? What she had to do. And he talks about track marks on her arms. So not only is she hooking, but she's needling. Oh. So is she shitting or is she she's not, not shitting? She's not shitting. She's not shit. Correction from last week. <laughs> I thought I had heard that heroin makes you shit, but heroin does not make you shit. Heroin makes you need to shit or want to shit. People come to this place, to this, this podcast for correct and factual That's information. That's right. And we are under the educational tab for a reason. Yes. So Nick, <laughs> Nick Ryder obviously apologizes. And it's I do not apologize for my misleading comments in previous episode about Dracula. Correct. And uh, please forgive us. Yeah. Don't cancel us. So. They put you on the front of the paper in here in Austin. They're like, Nick Ryder, read all Fucking about lied it. about heroin shits. Thinks you need to, thinks it makes <laughs> you shit. Or it was uh, morphine, a bunch of people. morphine shits is what it was last yeah, week. People, yeah, a bunch shit. of people went and got a bunch of morphine. Oh, they did. Yeah, they're like, oh, man, I really need to poop. Let me inject all this morphine. Oh, I got a toothache. Let me inject this morphine. Oh, my God, I got scavies. Let me inject this morphine. Should've and there's just no pooping. Should have kept it and to himself. And they were like, fucking Nick Ryder. He said all they had to do is <laughs> all he had to do was say I'm not a doctor and say all that rest of the stuff and this would have never happened. Ah, you're right. I know. I need to now, get better. I need to get better at my disclaimers. People instead took you as. Uh, but I've always Dr. heard it's Ryder. better to apologize than ask permission. So you know, I'll just apologize for being wrong about drug shits. I think they'll forgive you, right, I folks? Hope so. Right, listeners at home. That's right. Um, so then we also find out that his kid is there. So this is a grandmother. With the grandson in the apartment doing heroin and hooking. Ah. Um, and she also has the line about, your dad left me to be with his boyfriend. So dad decided he was gay and came out. and uh, So dad left, son in prison, grandson to take care of. Obviously, you're going you're gonna to whore. Going to hook a bit. And uh, he takes it pretty well, considering he just got out of prison. And also, he just got out of prison, and the first scene is fucking. So his priorities were get laid, then go home. Come on. What other priorities well, would there be? <laughs> his mom's a hooker. He didn't you know that. Both. He didn't know that until he got home. <laughs> I mean, I guess he had an inkling because that bat was stored conveniently. He, it, was, it, was, it seemed like a practice routine when he got there. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so he knocks on his son's door. They do the little handshake. His son's in a wheelchair. He says, when did you get out of the oven? Because he's like, like, that's jail or because he's got darker in prison? Okay. Jail. Just because of jail. Oh, okay. But his son likes to play video games, talks about how he wants to design video games. He's like, well, maybe after high school you can go and study to be a video game designer, do all that. Now we cut to three weeks later. Mel Gibson. Drunken asshole himself, Mel Gibson. Hanging out on a... Blow me and smile. Huh? Blow me and smile. Blow me and smile. You wouldn't have any friends if it weren't for me. Um, or whatever he said in that. Uh, sugar tits? Did he call the cop sugar tits? I believe it was the thing when he got pulled over. But he's hanging out on a fire escape, just waiting, just chilling out there. Vince Vaughn walks up. Uh, so now we meet our two guys, Mel and Vince. Uh, they, their characters have names, but who gives a fuck? Uh, they're sitting outside of this apartment, so Vince kind of like goes up the stairs to the, towards the next story a bit, kind of out of view, right? And Mel's hanging out, we hear a knock, and this guy yelling about, I gotta come check your pipes, Mr. Vasquez, I need to check your pipes. And he's like, dude, I'm I'm sleeping. He, I'm sorry, your landlord hired me, I gotta fucking check your pipes. I don't see no leaks, I don't care, I'm called here to check your pipes, dude, I gotta fucking come in. Um, so Vasquez tries to sneak out the window, which is exactly what Mel Gibson was suspecting, and put a gun to his head, handcuffs him to the fire escape. Asks, who else is in there? Oh, my girlfriend, Rosalinda. She's a little bit hard of hearing. She has things to help her hear, but she doesn't wear them when she sleeps. Oh, what are you, snores? It's called sleep apnea, yo. Yo. So uh, our guy here has got sleep apnea. It's just just a nice little detail. For, you know, a lot of people have sleep apnea. It's a real It's a real disorder. And I like that this being represented. Exactly five people listening to the show are like, fuck yeah, I feel seen. About time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess in the terms of sleep apnea, heard. Uh, ha! Ah! God damn. Waka, well waka, waka. Yeah, there it is. The type of humor you're going to get here at the rewatch party, <laughs> folks. Uh, it turns out the plumber was also one of their guys. You know, it was all, it was all part of the sting. It was an elaborate ruse. So Rosalinda tries to go for this bag. Mel Gibson stops her. She's wearing nothing but panties, so she has to cover herself. And, of course, she's talking, and then, oh, I can't understand what she's saying. Oh, I have no idea. Did you hear what she's saying? smile Because I deserve it. Because I deserve it. (laughs) Oh, Mel, Mel, Mel. Um, I need a woman, not a fucking little girl with a fucking dysfunctional. Jesus! (laughs) Jesus! <laughs> Was that Bronson? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they're oh, asking. Wow. Else, fucking yeah, it's okay. uh, they're looking for this duffel bag that they know her boyfriend got last night. Find the duffel bag hidden. He's like, if you tell us where it is, we're gonna forget all about you and this gun that you've got that you're not supposed to have. So she tells him where the duffel bag is, and then all of a sudden they're all right, call the cops, and we got two people that need to be taken downtown. She said, oh, you said you would let me go. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't understand a thing she's saying. Vince Vaughn, can you understand? He's like, no, I'm also racist. I have no idea what people with accents are saying. Um, so they, they arrest them both. Poor little Rosalinda, like, she's just she's barely waking up. Hasn't even got clothes on. Being arrested by fucking Mel Gibson, of all people? Just being Terrible. stared at. Like, can you oh, yeah. show them? Oh, my God. This, like, what, what was the, I can feel your eyes in my colon? Look at Mel Gibson's <laughs> face. Oh, he's just, enjoying it, just for sure. So they go to get breakfast, but they get a text message, so they have to box up their breakfast, and they rush to meet their chief, who's Don Johnson. That's right, making another appearance. Yet another appearance. This is his third appearance now on the rewatch party. That's right. Um... There's something he also said they crashed into. He's like, you crashed well, into... Well, the fourth if you want to count Don John. Uh, no. not In name only doesn't count. Oh, okay. He's, <laughs> he's got to be the face. We've got to see that face. He missed the sun? Yeah, he does miss the sun. Yeah. Here comes the sun. No, do, that was do, terrible. Do, that was do, fucking do. terrible. Um, ah, he does ah, have some line ah. about you crashed into a truck with breakfast food or something. Uh, but that, that's never brought up again. Why are we talking about them crashing into a truck? They're like, oh, we stopped to get the breakfast special, but then you called us. He's like, oh, I love their pumpernickel bread. Oh, they make it at the bakery across the way. And this whole conversation, you could cut the fuck out of this movie. We don't need to hear these three cops bantering about breakfast food. Yeah, well, the, the, it's to show how much that 
it's just routine BS right. them. Like, okay, we're just talking about when we're going to get food and like, oh, really? And it's just normal and no, no, no care for like the another human's life yeah. or something. So he's calling them there to reprimand them because someone took cell phone footage of them roughing up Vasquez on the fire escape and handcuffing him to it. So uh, basically, I've got to suspend you because this is going to get released and this is going to look bad and we have to do this just to we're keep fucked. up appearances. And uh, but yeah, I guess the scene is just to show how much none of them believe it. It's just yeah, you know, we got to do it. And Mel Gibson's a whole has a whole fucking thing about it's weird how media talks about intolerability in an intolerable way. That's hypocrisy. And well, you know, the entertainment industry known as the news always needs new victims to blame and all this shit. It's like we don't. We, <laughs> we don't need it. I get it. You don't like the news, Craig Zoller, but Jesus Christ, fucking dial it back. You make me want to smoke. You make him want to smoke. I could go for one, too. You know what, Mel? You got an extra smoke on you? I'll have a cigarette with you. Um, and you treat me like shit. Well, because you are shit. He wants you to smoke and treat him like shit, I guess. Um, all right, so, yeah, the whole thing is they're suspended, and this is where we get our opening line, where they're accused, they're, they're going to be accused of being racist because it was a minority that they handcuffed, and uh, police brutality, excessive force, all that, and that's where Vince Vaughn says, I'm not racist. On Martin Luther King Day, I order dark roast. Because that's, that's, that's something, everybody. That's a joke. Um... So now there's a little girl walking, not little, I mean probably like 13, 14 maybe, uh, walking down the sidewalk, and this guy's on a bicycle, and he grabs a cup of soda from someone and fucking dumps it on her, and she looks at him for a bit and walks on home. What I'm a like, dick. Well, that was kind of weird, right? Yeah, that seems that seems odd. Uh, cut back to Henry. Henry's playing video games with this kid. They're playing Shotgun Safari, a game where you just go shoot big game. Uh, he gets a text, and he's like, oh. I got to go. Can you save this? And Yep, sure can, Dad. That's how video games work. This isn't Mario Land where you fucking have to start from the beginning every time. It's okay. <laughs> uh, it turns out Michael Jai White is waiting for him, and they're you know about to go out and do this shit that he was talking about. Now, cut to this convenience store. A guy walks into the convenience store. Fold, get up, mask, you know, like uh, full-on bank robber-looking get up. Uh says, you got five seconds to give me your drawer. And the, the clerk's like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He opens it up and sets the drawer down. Completely complaining. But somebody else, like this drunk guy, comes walking in behind him. He's like, hey, I need a pack of cigs. And then dude turns around and just fucking shoots him in both legs. <laughs> and he's laying there he's like, oh, my God. So then he caps him in the head. And the clerk is like ducking down. So he goes over, takes all the money, and then just starts randomly shooting shit. Like, shoots the TV hanging up there, shoots the fucking no, when shelf he, when with he chips on it. The, just like, and casually, he's not like opening fire spraying. He's just like a little short burst, just fuck that shelf in particular, fuck that shelf in particular, <laughs> fuck that cigarette sign, fuck this, fuck this. And yeah, just he's like, shooting everybody. Having, having a good old time. And then he walks out of the convenience store. So now Mel gets to his house. His wife tells him. These kids threw soda on their daughter. Oh, so the daughter—it's Mel Gibson's daughter. So it does tie in. That wasn't some random thing we're dropping. The wife is Lori Holden from The Walking Dead. If you ever watched that, you know a whole lot of people watch mm, that show. She's a couple one of the, episodes. She's one of the Who Walking did she Dead. Play? She was the blonde in The Walking Dead of the of the main group. The blonde. Yeah. Oh, okay. The blonde that ended up like palling up with the governor, and I don't know what all happened to her, but yeah. Uh, she's all upset. She has MS, so she can't work. She can hardly walk, and she's trying to get, like, a desk security job, but he doesn't want her to do stuff. She's like, well, I got to do something. As an ex-cop, I got to do something. Let me and drop some uh, storyline in there for yeah, you, Yeah, know? yeah. As and, an ex-cop. And they, and she's like, I'm about as liberal as someone could be for an ex-cop. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. Like, ex Craig Zoller is really forcing some shit into this fucking script. It's kind of weird. Um, but this, she got assaulted again, and who knows, eventually, we're gonna have to go into a rape counselor. Like, okay, it was a fucking cup of soda. Let's fucking dial it back, Lori Holden. Um, so now, Mel's all upset. Well, I can't work for, like, three months or four months, I don't remember how long they got suspended for. 
uh, wife can't work. They got a kid, but he can't afford to live in a neighborhood that won't have assault, which means a cup of soda. But his daughter's getting assaulted just all the goddamn time, fifth time in two weeks because of the shit area that my shit wages forced me to live in. Very political movie here. He needs to do something about that, I think. He does. So what does he decide to do? He decides what? to go, and uh, he needs some information. He knows a guy that can give him information about some uh, illegal shit. Okay. So now he's going to go find out about this robbery and wait till they do the robbery and then steal it from them. Oh, so he's counting on somebody to do some robbery. Yeah. Robbery. He's, he's going to rob the robbers. Rob the... It's... it's uh. Like a Robin Robin Hood. Rob Robin Hood. Rob Robin Hood. Which, by the way, you know, when you say you got robbed, it comes from Robin Hood. Oh. Mm. You know about you know that? Idiot or idiom. That's right. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going false. I have no idea. But yeah, if, it does okay, come from right. that, if it does come from that, you'd be. I do like, it should be Robin, but with a little apostrophe, like. Yeah. Robin. Robin Hood. Yo, hey. Robin, Robin in the hood. Yeah, that's right. Robin like in the hood. Like the Walt sublime Drake album. And and Juice. Tights. Tight. Tights. No. Robin Hood Men in Tights. It's the only good Robin no. Hood movie ever made, I think. Other the than the Disney cartoon. One. Yeah, yeah, the, the Disney cartoon's pretty good. good. But Whatever. Kevin Costner can go Sandy fuck B. himself with that Prince of Thieves <laughs> thing. Um, all right, so now he goes. So where do you go when you need to find shit out about the criminal underground? You go to a strip mall. That's right. Goes to the fucking mall in like a J.C. Penny. Or something, some little like fucking shit ass clothing store, and he needs to talk to Freddy. Tell him Mel is here, whatever. And so he goes back to talk to Freddy, and all of a sudden, like the back office area isn't this sterile ass, nasty little room like the back room of every fucking department store is. When he gets into the back room of this, it's lush as shit. It's like out of fireplace and the fancy carpets and low lighting and he's drinking nice scotch. It's like, this isn't a fucking department store. What in the shit? But uh, Freddy is played by Udo Kier. Udo Kier? Udo Kier, who is in Brawl. He's a hell of a character actor. He's been in plenty of stuff. You definitely know Udo. He's been on the rewatch before. It's fine. So... He gets his tip. He tells Vince Vaughn, meet me at 4.30. Put on a fake license plate, bring lots of hardware, and dress nonchalant, he says. So they go to this big old apartment building. He's like, something's going on in 6.33. Well, how do you know? Because there is no 6.33. The mailbox doesn't exist. The apartment number doesn't exist. The whatever. Like, as a fucking place, 6.33 doesn't exist. But there's a room in that building numbered 6.33. And it's... Uh, so this is where they're talking about Vogelman, the local heroin dealer. Oh, Vogelman. Vogelman. Yeah. So Vogelman. he's he's pissed off. Like, uh, I have I've been doing this shit for thirty something years, and I've never been promoted. I haven't gotten any raises, uh, and now I'm suspended because when I stopped a whole bunch of drugs from hitting the streets, I didn't do it politely. And. Uh, now my daughter's assaulted for the fifth time in two weeks because of my shit neighborhood, that whole fucking thing. that yeah. He, yeah, The same rant he does multiple times. So now we need to find this guy. We're going to tail him. We're going to figure out his itinerary, get his schedule down, and then we wait. And then we attack after he does the fucking thing. And Vin Fon's like, all right, I'm down with that because I also want to propose to my girlfriend. So I need money for that. So here's where we get, I don't know, an hour and a half to two hours of them sitting in a fucking car eating and waiting and eating and waiting. And it just keeps going. He fucking finishes off like a bag of chips or something. And Mel Gibson's like, oh, thank Jesus. I've been fucking suffering through that for 98 minutes. And you as the viewer of this movie is like, hey, uh, I fucking feel you there, Mel. We've been suffering the same fucking thing here, too. Um... What is a, a fucking single ant could have eaten that faster? Like, it's, it's just them sitting there. And then it cuts, but it cuts to them still sitting there. It just fucking trims so much fat out of this movie, please, for fuck's sake, cut it down. Somebody put me back in the fridge. Exactly. So now some dudes get into a car. Um, These two random guys. Oh. You need to let Brandon in. Two random guys get into this car, right? And they're a bit drunk, you can tell, because they're like, oh, wait, where, where did you park the car? Oh, I, 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 I forgot. And they find their car, and they open the doors. It's like, oh, you left the doors unlocked? He's like, oh, whatever, man. 
And they climb in, they sit down in the car, and it turns out our robber from the convenience store earlier is in the back seat. He sits up and has guns on both of their heads. Oh. He's like, you've got five seconds, buddy. So anyways, that starts blasting. So anyways, <laughs> so empty out your fucking pockets. And they do. They give him all their money, and then he fucking blasts them both anyway. And then puts a sombrero on one of their heads, I guess to cover it up, as if there wasn't blood splatter all over the fucking car. Having a siesta. Yeah, but there's fucking blood everywhere. He shot him in the head. There's brain matter on the windshield. He's probably, you know, <laughs> shot drinking Marvin a Michel- in the face. Shot Marvin in the face. He's probably drinking a Michelada. Got it something. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He just wearing just a sombrero. He's so you're probably bit. reasonable assumption he's got a Michelada in there. Or <laughs> 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 just drinking salsa straight out of the. It could be, jar. you know, he's probably not drinking. It's probably just Clamato. You know how they <laughs> love that <laughs> shit. True. So, um, gets them. All right, now he goes and meets a guy in a parking garage. And uh, the guy's there with this van, and he fucking starts firing at the van. Nothing happens. Like, oh, all right, cool, 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 cool. Um, so, uh, here's this bag of money. So all of this, he's just been going around doing petty crimes to get enough money to buy this van off of this random guy, right? Takes the van out. Now we're back to them sitting in a car, because God forbid. This movie should progress without us watching Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson eat food in a car for fucking 20 minutes at a time. Um, finally, something does happen. Something happens? Something happens. Really? These mm. guys come and get into a car and drive away, so they follow them. Woo! Woo-hoo-hoo! Gambit uh, it up in this movie. Just when I thought nothing was going to yeah, happen in this right? movie. Oh. They really amped it up. <sighs> really brought fucking it fucking edge of my seat. I had to pause it and like get, walk into the kitchen for a bit and get away because you just got so intense. <laughs> um, so Vince Vaughn's like, "Hey, are we gonna kill these guys? Because uh, I don't want to do something I haven't done since I was in the army. You know what I'm saying? I know where my lines are, but I don't know where your lines are." And Mel Gibbs like, "Nobody's getting executed." Uh, all right, you promise? Yeah, nobody's getting executed. Okay, so he pieces together this giant high-powered sniper rifle. <laughs> Because nobody's getting executed. Um, so now they follow in the car. It goes into another parking garage that's under construction. So it has like the gates and like the red kind of pseudo fencing thing mm-hmm. or the o- bright orange thing they stretch between yeah. poles and stuff. All this around us. So they go into this parking Construction garage. fence. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. It's a scientific I see term. It, I deal with it every day and I can't think of the fucking word for it. Um, so, of course, in this car that they're following is Michael Jai White and Henry. And uh, they get into this park garage, and guess what happens next? Nothing. Oh, that's right. They sit in the car. <laughs> oh, shit. I My, uh, Mel Gibson does put on his Marvel, uh, you know, every Marvel movie when they're trying to be incognito, they put on sunglasses and a baseball cap. Yep. So Mel Gibson does that, puts on his Marvel disguise, and then they sit there some more. Finally, finally, it's daylight again. They've been sitting there since last night. Finally, that van pulls out. The gate moves. This van that we saw earlier pulls out, and they're like, all right, we're going to follow this van now. Whew, and the fucking thrills just so keep on coming. fucking edge of your seat. Yeah. So then it cuts to Jennifer Carpenter, Deborah Morgan. Also, Vince Vaughn's wife from Brawl and Cell Block 99. That's right. Mm. She's walking down the street. And she's about to get on a bus. And it's like, ah, no, no, no. And she doesn't get on the bus. And it drives away. And she runs back inside. But when she gets to her apartment, tries to open the door. The chain is on it. So it doesn't open all the way. And she's like, what the fuck? Why are you locking this? And it's her husband, boyfriend, whoever, father of, of her child is like, you've used your maternity leave. You've used your vacation time. You've used all of your sick days. You have to go back to work. Go get the fuck go out of here. Go the fuck to work. But I want to. She's I really like, but, but, I, but, I, but, but, but. And he's like, we've got a fucking baby that's going to need formula. It's going to need diapers. It's going to need clothes. Eventually, it's going to need school supplies. You make more money than I do. I stay home with the kid. You have to go the fuck to work. What a. I don't want to call this guy anything untowards, but that's kind of mean. Like, yeah, she makes more money, but obviously she's got this will to stay with the kid. Like, you be a man and get up and go get a different job. Go get a different job. Go help build that parking garage, dude. What the fuck's wrong with you? He's like, no, I'm gonna stay here with the baby, and like, she's just this. She's whole- having severe, like, she's having a real mental issue. Like, she's having separation anxiety of like leaving her newborn. 
And she doesn't have to go to work. She I mean, just, she does. Well, okay, but he could go to work, though, too. And, like, the money that they make. It's not like he works at McDonald's or something and makes, you know, minimum wage. He right. may. I don't know, but. We don't know. He never says what his job is. And it's way more money? What does that mean? You make uh, 50000 more? She works at a bank. Not that, So that's not bad, but. He could get a job too. You're right. He could. He could be, have done because it's just been like four months. I think he said, yeah, four months so far. Like, you you could have found a better job. What a loser. You could have done something, but what now he puts it all on her. It's like you have to go to work. She's like, well, let me see the baby. Let me. Blah, blah, blah. So he has to bring their son up to the door. Doesn't undo the chain. Just like, kind of holding this baby up to the crack in the door. And she she's like, going to try to like slip in there and like, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. And I thought at this point when they were going to bring the baby, I was like, what? what's the purpose of showing us this video? Like, is she going to try to like snatch that baby and pull it through the door crack? Oh, no, Dracula comes out and we're like, well, you love babies. <laughs> <laughs> All about babies. Um, no, but then she like kisses his little foot, takes his little sock off and kisses his foot. Like, oh, we don't mind sucking on toes. Ah, mm. <laughs> Good luck finding a boyfriend who sucks tall walls. Um, so yeah, she kisses the baby's foot and finally goes to work. Now, she she gets like up to the bank. She's like checking herself in the window, kind of composing herself before she goes into the bank. And as she's looking at herself in the window behind her, you see the van drive by. <gasps> oh no, the van! Um, when she gets inside, her boss is Fred Melamed. He's the one who's been in every S. Craig Soller movie. We've talked about him. This is the third time now. Co-worker's like, I made you cupcakes. Welcome back. And there's like a bunch of flowers on her desk, and they're just so excited to have her back there. But this is when the holdup happens. The guys come in. There are three of them now, all dressed up just like the convenience store robber earlier. Uh, well, he's one of them, obviously. So, like, tactical boots, black pants, black sweater, black ski mask, just the whole thing. Uh, and he's playing... You can blame it on their roots. Shut <laughs> 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 <Cut> up, boots! <laughs> and run your first day back to work. <laughs> I was last one to show. Last one to know. Your boss is a real fucking jerk. Gonna get off his balls. I didn't mean... To castrate his thing. <laughs> anyway. Cut off his balls. Yeah. I got friends in low places. And by way of that, I mean this knife I'm cutting off your balls with. <laughs> you know, to be uncertain. No, I'm quite certain everyone is here in the front of the bank. We will accept this response. If you are mistaken, your testicles will be removed. There it is. With this. This knife. Um, all right, so they're holding up the bank. Uh, Jennifer Carpenter is in charge of going around and handcuffing everyone's hands behind their back. So she's going around doing it. She gets to this one guy at his desk, and he's looking at her, and he like kind of shifts his eyes down. And he had started an email. You gotta watch this, Brandon. <laughs> started this email. Oh, <laughs> of uh. People are robbing the bank, and he goes to hit send, and she tries to stop him from sending it because they said if cops show up, everyone fucking dies, right? Yeah. Oh. So yeah. as she's reaching for the computer, they they see it and they shoot at her, and her right hand completely gets blown off, and a few fingers of her left hand. Oh my god! Just gnarly. Shoot the fuck out of Talk her. Talk about the accuracy, though, right? Right. And so she pulls her little. So her son's little sock out. And she's like, can you give this to my son? Oh, please. Can you make sure my baby gets it? And then they blow her fucking head off. Here we go. Watch this. People streaming. Boom. Head gone. And then we have Dave Chappelle. And then, yeah, Dave face. Chappelle is as, as every white character he's ever played. Um, so they're in the van. It's it's Henry and Michael Jai White, but they've put Caucasian paint on. They're They're in white face. Uh, Vince and Mel drive by, and they see, okay, well, that van's up on the sidewalk in front of the bank doors. That's probably not normal. Uh, oh, there's a little slot in the side of the van. Oh, so it's a view. Oh, okay, so there's obviously a robbery going on. This is, all right, this is what we're here for. We don't want to engage them right now. It's the financial district on a fucking weekday. 
Just let them rob the bank, so and then we catch them, and we steal their money. So guess what we get next? More, More of them sit in their fucking car. Um, <laughs> finally, finally, the van does pull away, so they drive off to follow it. As they go by, they see a bunch of bodies on the floor in the bank. They're like, oh, fuck, maybe let we should have intervened. The floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. I still think it's funny that dude kept saying, Nothing's wrong with me. One, nothing's wrong with me. Two, nothing. And then he died really young. Obviously, something was <laughs> wrong with him. <laughs> His body hit the floor, is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. So fucking whore. <laughs> that doesn't apply here. Vince Vaughn. Hit the bodies hit the floor. Vince Vaughn is <laughs> is actually feeling guilty because now there are dead bodies that they could have have intervened. Mel Gibson is just full on corrupt. He doesn't give a shit about shit now. Um. It's like, we let those people get killed. And I was like, eh, nothing we can do about it now. Let's go get this gold. Because they didn't even rob money. Tom they Waits got. Now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Waits shows back. I fucking wish. I would much rather <laughs> have Tom Waits than Mel Gibson in this. Um, but they got gold bullion. Gold, gold bullion. Ch- chunks of gold. Like bullion cubes. Exactly. Like beef, little beef cubes. <laughs> yeah, you throw you in it. Yeah. Throw, you throw them in some water and you get a brilliant gold yeah. soup. Exactly. Savory. That's what I'm like. Bit like, metal-y. Yeah, like the, like the expensive food in Vegas is because it all has gold flakes and shit around it, and people eat it, and you're eating gold. See, it's the same shit. Mm. So fucking baller. And that's what they robbed from this bank. Do you think people yeah, like try yeah. to like pull the flakes <laughs> out of their poops? Probably, like put it through a sieve or something. Yeah, like squish it with their fingers. Mm, a lot of poop through, play. Through the sieve. You know who they probably get to do that for them? <laughs> who? Oh, you know who. My man? Yeah. Oh, yes. Rewatch royalty. It has to be a clear tale. Exactly. Now. Oh, you get upset you plan on boring me to death. <laughs> you gonna give me that shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll pick the gold out. You can keep the gold. Ew. <laughs> Ew. And I can kill you with this piece of apple. Yeah, I bet you could. Apples do make you poop. Yeah, apple, they do. Apples aid in pooping. Amateur. So, um, all right now. Amateur. The van's driving away, they're following the van, and they're just driving, and they're driving, and they leave town even, and they're just driving down the highway, and Vince Vaughn's like, we gotta get gas. Yeah, eventually, so do they. But nobody ever stops for gas, they just keep fucking driving for fucking ever. Um, Inside the van, uh, Henry, Michael J. White are driving a shotgun. The three robbers are in the back of the van with a hostage who says she has to pee. And I mean, she has a blindfold, her hands are tied up, and he puts a knife to her eyes, like, one more fucking word and you're a pirate. I'm like, all right, dude, that's fucking unnecessary. But then he cuts her panties off. Nice. Like, pulls her dress up a bit, cuts her fucking panties off, and then, like, balls them up and shoves them back up between her legs and then says, squirt. Giggity. Like, what? Like I- pee. <laughs> like, squeeze your lemon. Until the juice runs down my leg. Right, like pee. Yeah. Squeeze it out. I oh, peeing, puts a gum on the eyeball. Peeing and squirting are are different things, though. Also, I don't. I but she's not. He's not I, telling her to like get off. And well, I know, I know. I, that's what I'm saying. He's like, why would you tell him? Like, okay, piss then, not squirt. Don't tell her to squirt. It's probably the wrong way of saying it. Yeah, but um, also, a balled up pair of panties is not going to absorb like pee. If she actually has to go to the bathroom, it's going to be a whole it's lot more. Be it's gonna be a lot. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, but he. Does it anyway, and it's stupid and fucked up. This real Hollywood movie, man. It's a real Hollywood movie. Um, <laughs> and then, so as they're driving along, we got a really long fucking conversation where Henry's talking to Michael Jowett. Remember that time at your birthday we got this ice cream cake? What? I don't remember what was on it. It was a T-Rex. Oh, yeah, I remember it was a goddamn T-Rex. I was, I was really, really into, into dinosaurs. dinosaurs at that time. Yeah, we were all into dinosaurs. You were yeah, mad because we your mom we gave me a bag of peas. Old. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was mad because my mom gave you the, the biggest piece. The birthday yeah. boy gets the biggest piece of cake. It's in the mom's hand. My mom wasn't taking care of me too good. And it just goes like, we don't need. What is the fucking point of them talking about ice cream cake? Always had a crush on him. He wants to fuck your mom. I get it. I want to bang your mom. She knew that too. She knew that. Yeah. All right. And uh, fuck this. Ugh. What? So they're still following, still going on. It's nighttime now. They've been following this fucking long. 
Uh, Vince was like, well, I'm getting a bad feeling about this, so I'm going to call my girlfriend and propose over the phone. I just, I don't want to die not knowing her answer. Good idea. So she doesn't answer the phone, so he leaves a voice message. Hey, I know this is inconvenient, but I need you to go get this thing out of my jacket. It's in the left pocket, whatever. Like, it'll be a huge help. Thank you. I'm sorry, whatever, to inconvenience you for doing that. And, uh... So the van goes way out in the middle of nowhere. There's this random, like, fucking warehouse. And they pull into the parking lot. Harry goes up to the building to open the bay door so they can get into it. And at that point, so, like, somehow Michael Jai White starts getting out of the van. And so the guy starts shooting him in the legs. And Henry runs off and hides. And so he has the key to get into this warehouse, and he swallows it. And, uh, this bears on the ring that I gave to Slim. Slim is Henry that ran off. Skinny Pete. Where's Skinny. the key? Where's the key? Did you check your mother's rectum? Oh yeah, did you check your mother's rectum? And they ask again, like, where's the key? Have you asked your proctologist? <laughs> but this makes me think of that song. Have you checked your butthole? By my man Tom Cardi. Anytime somebody where's loses something. You checked inside your butthole. has a whole song about checking your butthole. And then this is what he's saying to these guys. It's so perfect. I like started cracking up. I was like, oh my God, have you checked your butthole? Oh, shout out to Tom Cardi and the have you checked inside your butthole song. But so he, gets, he just gets shot so, 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 so many times. Um, Henry gets away. Now, Vince and Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson pull up, and they're like in full-on gimp masks, like they just came out of fucking the basement from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and robbers open fire on them, so they like hide kind of behind their car. Vince lays on the ground, sets up a sniper sniper rifle to point under the car, kind of at the van. Um, the robbers pull Michael J. White's body inside the van and start cutting him open. And there's this fucked up line where they're like, yeah, make sure you don't puncture the liver. It's going to smell terrible, especially on a black guy. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Hey, man, you got to even make uh, hate them even more. And, you know, they didn't even have to really cut him open that deep. Like, he just swallowed that ring. Yeah. It's not like it went that far that and you just shot him in the head. So I don't know if it's like the muscles keep working, but it's probably like in the esophagus. You think area. they could like, like push on real hard and fucking eject it back out the mouth, maybe? I would have stepped on his gut and it would have right. made him go, <clears throat> something. That's what I've done Are we to assume here that different skin tones make your innards smell differently? Like, you cut a human body open, it's going to be disgusting and rank no matter what. Yeah. Well, he's only killed black people. So Apparently. That's it's just, it was so weird. I was like, whoa, whoa, that was unnecessary. Like, the one white girl that he killed, like, didn't have a smelly liver. And so he's like, well, obviously. Oh, she obviously had, she all, had the clean liver. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, she was she was only eight years old, but. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I see that. I believe age would make innards smell worse. Sure, organs age as well. Yeah. Why not? That 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 makes more sense than especially on a black guy. Like, dude, what a dude. dick, dude. Um, but they cut him open, of course, because it's S. Craig's all, or he doesn't shy away from anything. So you see them like reaching inside the body and pulling out intestines, yeah, right. and he pulls out the stomach and like cuts into it, and finally gets the key out. Um, so now they're starting to try to move the van. And he gets, so Mel gets in the car and, like, races around and runs into the side of the van and knocks it onto its side, right, onto the passenger side. Well, you skipped a bunch of stuff. I, well, I'm, again, it's a fucking three-hour movie, dude. We're we're trying to Well, get, Vince Vaughn, you got to at least talk about how Vince Vaughn gets his. That happens in a minute. That hasn't happened yet. After he runs into the? Yes, it okay. happens after he runs into the van. So... They knock it over. Vince Vaughn gets out, back into sniper position, aiming under the car. Mel Gibson starts shouting at the van like, hey, we just want the gold, man. We, all we need is the gold. You can leave that, and you all can go. We don't want you. We don't want the hostage. If you stay around, we're going to kill fucking everyone, all of you. Uh, there are some shots that are fired inside the van for some reason. I don't know what that was supposed to be, but the hostage lady comes crawling out, right? Um, yeah. And so Vince is even like, all right, it's okay. You're almost here. You know, he's talking her through like he's trying to save the hostage because even though they're suspended, he's still a cop at heart, right? So she's like crawling along and even crawling along. And she finally gets around behind their car. He's like, all right, yeah, you made it. And she fucking pulls a gun out and shoots him. 
right in the fucking gut. Point blank, just like lays it. Up, yep, just pushes up against the body and starts blasting. And just so anyway, anyway she started blasting. Once in the gives face, two now gives him two shots to the body. So Mel Gibson fucking shoots her. Now Vince Vaughn did have bulletproof vest on. So he's not dead yet, but it was it was close enough. He's not. I think she he ain't got him like this. under, like on the side where yeah. it's not protected. Uh, and we also got a quick cut of Henry hanging up like in some rafters somewhere, like filming all this. Yeah. Um. So he's he's alive, but he's gasping for breath. You can even hear like a slight whistle of the air like leaving his body and shit. Yeah. The girlfriend calls back, does not accept his proposal. So Mel Gibson uses... Is that what you know? Is that what happened? He says that wasn't the answer I was looking for. Well, maybe the answer he's looking for is like, no, because he's dying. You know, it's like, I don't want her, I don't want her to want to marry me now because I'm dead and that's going to make mm-hmm. her feel bad. Uh, yeah, well, uh, maybe. he just All he says is that wasn't the answer I was looking for. So Mel Gibson uses the, bear, or the butt of his gun and smashes his phone. Yeah. Why? Yeah, let me do that. Because, well, you know, if you get bad news, you're like, you want to throw something. I just want to break oh, stuff. I but see. he's dying, and he can't do it. So let me do this for you, buddy. I thought it was like some sort of situation where you can't trace this yeah, back we to don't, we don't. somehow. <laughs> I'm not part of this. Let me do this so we don't have to disor- or worry about your search history or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, smashes his phone up, um, loads his body into the car, and then drives around and rams into the back of the van. So now it's laying on the passenger side, so that door's out of commission. He... Gets the car up against the back of the van, so the rear doors are out of commission. Only way in and out is the driver's door. So he's got, what, a gas can, it looks like? And he's, like, getting ready to do some shit to this van when a fucking gunshot rings out. And now Henry's fucking with him. It's like, all right, man, I didn't go through all this to watch you just burn up my fucking money. And he's like, well, first off, it's gold. It doesn't burn, you fucking idiot. So you're, okay, you're stupid. Um... So he comes out slowly talking to him like, yeah, I got you all. Uh, I got you on video. You shot an innocent woman. I fucking got the whole thing. I got your face on camera. So here's what we're going to do. First of all, how does he have anything of an innocent woman getting shot by the police? Like, it's literally her shooting him. And yeah, then she did shoot the cop. But it's his video. He could probably. Yeah, but like that. Those actions his- happen like quickly. And there'll be like this quick moment of just some cop, and it's, no one's gonna be like, "Hey, where's the context?" All we yeah, have. Yeah, why is was like there a huge skip in that video? It's a <laughs> giant thing there? where like it's all of a sudden <laughs> we see him shooting this person, but where did that person come from? Yeah. No story behind it. So I don't, make, I don't get that part of black. I like how he, yeah, how he's able to hold him up or use this as leverage, but he like comes walking out, and they kind of like walk towards each other, and uh, they decide they're gonna split it. Right? They're gonna split it sixty forty. 60-40. But uh, he gets too close, and Mel Gibson, like, lunges at him, fights him a bit, gets the gun away. There's, you know, a, a good little struggle. Gets the gun out of his hands and stuff. Um, or doesn't get his, but he's got something in his hands. Anyway, fucking The gun has got some sort him. of weird, like, like plastic. Disables the gun. I yeah. don't know. There's, like, a weird plastic on the gun. I mean, gun. it's a nice tackle. It's a good move. What is on that gun? So he does that, gets... Um, fucking disarms guy. Anyway, the point is now they got to go into the van. Uh, he throws a smoke bomb down in there through the driver's door, and as the guys kind of pop up, he fucking like duck hunt shoots <laughs> these motherfuckers until they're all gone. So then he moves his car back so they can get in through the back door of the van. You know, we got to go get the bags of gold. It's a couple of duffel bags with our fucking gold chunks in there, our beef bouillon. Um, now. I'm assuming there's a getaway car in that warehouse, and that's what you're trying to unlock. And yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we got to ditch my car, obviously. Throw it in the lake, because I don't want to be tied to this. Yeah, what do we do with these bodies? Well, we can bury them, or we can fucking whatever. Um, I don't even care. We just need to fucking deal with this. So, they they put all the gold in Mel's trunk. And this is a pretty good idea on Mel Gibson's part. I give him this. But throwing all the fucking gold into my car, because I got to sit in this and steer while you pull it. I don't want you pulling some fucking move if we put it in your van or your getaway car, and I'm stuck here in this fucking junker. You pulling some shit and taking off with the gold and leaving me here in a car that doesn't work. So it's going with me, and once we get there, we'll fucking, then we'll deal with it. 
So pretty smart. He keeps saying, "I just it's all don't. cotton candy." He, yeah. Oh God, fucking Henry keeps saying it's all cotton candy. And Mel Gibson thinks he always answers in percentages. Ah, uh, what do you think about uh, blah blah blah? Oh, twenty-five percent. What? No. What? Fucking shut up. And at one point, Vince Vaughn even stops, like, "Don't give me a fucking percentage." <laughs> um, he even says fifty percent, and he goes. 50-50 doesn't fucking... It's a yes or no question. You're not really saying, like... Obviously, it's 50-50. It's stupid. And it is stupid. And Henry, yes, keeps saying it's all cotton candy. And Mel Gibson keeps saying, I'm just trying to avoid temptation. And Henry's like, oh, fucking cop over here is a priest or something. Um, when did you, where did you go to seminary no, school? No, I'm sorry, where'd you go to seminary school? I didn't realize. Um, so they pull Mel Gibson's car to the water... To the levee. Yeah. The Luckily, levee was it was not dry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Watch for that muck, boy. Yeah. And they, so they get the bags out of his trunk, push the car into the lake. Oh, but yeah, as they're going, as they drive away from this warehouse scene, there's a whole fucking terrible song where the lyrics are like, the doctor said you didn't have long to live and there was no medicine that could help you and this is all bad and so we're going to go to the drive-in. Don't close the drive-in. Don't close the drive-in. And we get, it's just them driving. And we gotta listen to this whole fucking song. Please don't close the drive-in. We don't need it. You can cut this out. They're both listening They're to both it. They're both listening to it. Fuck. God damn it. Fuck this shit. Like. Oh, it's such a waste of time. And, of course, it's S. Craig's also he wrote and performed that song. That's him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Is that true? Yes. Cool. So they take, yeah, now they take the gold out, push the car into the lake, and they're inside the van, and Mel, like, puts a gun to his head and's like, all right, now I know you were going to try to double-cross me. He's like, no, man, I'm fucking not. We're talking 60-40. I said it's all cotton candy, man. It's all cotton candy, man. What do you think that, that fucking means? Money? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think that? He's like, honestly, I have no idea because that's not a real expression. Nobody fucking says that. That's not a thing. It's all cotton candy. Um, but so as he's got a gun to Henry's, and Henry does say, or so he has a gun hidden too because he fucking ends up shooting Mel Gibson in the body somewhere, somewhere in the gut. And uh, then he's like, "Hey, when you were talking about your kid being assaulted and your wife having MS and you needing money, that wasn't were, bullshit. Were you, were you being honest?" He's like, "Yep, I was being completely honest." Like, all right, well. I'll uh, I'll give them some money. And he's like, you're going to give them my 40%? Nah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I ain't getting 40%, give but, you know, I'll give them something. They'll be taken care of. And you could have so, been like, all right, I'll give them 99%. Psych, you dying! Oh, <laughs> I had my fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mel Gibson dies finally. Jesus Christ. It's like... Uh, what, what do you mean, finally? Like, he, when was he ever in danger of dying in this movie? I just mean because it's Mel Gibson. You just wanted him to die. Yeah. You saw him on the <laughs> yeah. screen, you're like, ah, oh, when the fuck's that When's guy going to that gonna dude going to get the fuck out of here? Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, you could God, be what was it? meaner to Mel Gibson. Oh, it's like the death when Deadpool was dying in Deadpool 2, where he just like, oh, nope. Thought it was going to happen. It got more in me, and he just keeps talking. He's like, Jesus Christ, just fucking die already. And you fucking used me. <laughs> <laughs> so he dies and he buries Henry buries Mel Gibson and he even says like after this is all over and things calm down I'll come and give you a proper burial but for right now I'm just disposing of your fucking body and you're like okay cool is this movie finally over no 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 it's not we cut to 11 months later Jesus Christ Henry has this huge ass house, fucking mansion he's living in. He comes in, his mom's getting a massage instead of a needle and some you fucking whore. white dick. Yeah, she doesn't need to hook anymore. And she's like, Are we gonna get sushi? And she's like, No, I'll cook for you. He goes, Oh yeah, I would love some home cooking. Uh, and he goes and plays video games with the son again. Mel's wife gets a package and she spends forever opening it. She pulls out this knife. And, and like the wrong angle, like oh my I thought she was God. gonna cut herself or something. I wish I was hoping she did, but it's like, and we have to watch it. You can't. Okay, she's got a knife and puts it at the package. You can cut to the package being open. We get it. We get it. No, we have to watch it. We have to watch her slowly drag it across. 
and, and fight. Concrete. Fuck, oh my god. Also, nobody ever gets dragged across concrete. I mean, look they at how did. she cuts that box. It's so here, awful. Let me put that up here, and you can take a look at how she cuts this box. Look at this. With a butter knife. And we have not using the have, tip of it. Have to watch the whole thing. Yep, still going. This bitch was fighting zombies with knives, and that's how she cuts open a box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the only thing dragged across concrete was all of our fucking brains for having to sit <laughs> through this fucking movie. Oh, spoiler alert to how I'm going to vote at the end of this. Um, so she opens it up, and it's gold. Now, here's my question: If you just got a bunch of gold, it's not like you can go to the fucking bank. And be like, hey, I got gold. Give me thousands of dollars for it. You know, like it's more of an inconvenience than. Than anything, isn't it? Like, what would you do if you just had a bunch of gold chunks? I would. Where would you go? Put it in a safe. But if you needed money, like if you were in their situation, I mean, yeah, you'd have to take it to like. How would you liquidate it? Yeah, you have to take it to like a jeweler or something. You can go to pawn shops. Metals, yeah. um, Somebody's gonna give you the market rate. Like with with the pawn shops, (laughs) I don't think that you can sell it for like a little uh, less than what it's worth. It's like you can get a pretty decent. Uh, you get it paid for like the weight of it. Well, yeah, they're so gonna give you whatever the the market value of gold is usually. So it's not bad. So there. you can just keep going doing that and stay under the radar tax wise. Just like one little chunk at a time. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you couldn't do anything big with any of that money. You know, you can get groceries and gas. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you can't all of a sudden like buy a house and be like, whoa, 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 whoa! Mm-hmm. Where did all this come from? You're an ex-cop, as we've heard many times. Now, what How do you have the money for a house? What you can do is produce some sort of art that some yuppie buys. Ah, there you go. Launder it that way. Mm-hmm. There you what go. do you think the fucking art world is? It's you just the, all money laundering. It's ex- that's all it is. You ever go there and look to the Museum of Modern Art and you're like, what? This is art? No, that's money laundering. <laughs> yeah. The art of money laundering. It is, it is an art form. I bet there's a modern art. Exhibit based, you know, themed on that probably. <laughs> like you know, the Picassos and everything. It's that's, just a post. That's real it's art. just a post-it you know, note the on the Van Goghs. That's real art. Doctor Seuss. Oh, that's some art right that's there. Some real art. But you second, you go to modern, the MoMA or some shit. You're like, what the fuck? There's a stack of books and it's got a price of a million dollars next to it. <laughs> it just makes me think of everything Yoko Ono ever did. <laughs> I guess, like all of her things, like it was she would put herself in a burlap bag and writhe around on stage, and people would go to that because that's performance don't art you know, somehow. Don't you know your Japanese? Ono means laundering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Lennon said he fell in love with her. He went to one of her exhibits, and there was a ladder. And you had to climb the ladder, and there was a magnifying glass hanging from the ceiling. And you grab the magnifying glass and look up there, and there's just written very small of the word yes. And that's it. And he's like, oh, my God, that's amazing art. I love this woman. <laughs> what? Heroin's a hell of a drug, as we've talked <laughs> about. <laughs> so he was John Lennon was on the horse at that point, for sure. Money, money. And then was he on the toilet? Uh, no. Was Apparently not. That's why then he was on the horse then. He was on the horse, yeah. Gotcha. Hoping gotcha. to break it up a little bit with all the fu- no. Yeah. Uh, we're so right. <laughs> so she finally opens this box. Two and a half hours later, she opens this fucking package and gets the gold and all that. And she's all like, thank you. That's what she says. She's like, thank you. Does she? Yeah. Well, good. She didn't know who she's thinking, it. but thank you. Uh, cut back to Henry still playing video games with the son. He's like, hey, you got that one we were playing earlier? Oh, Shotgun Safari, yeah, I got that. He's like, cool. And then they play the video game, and that's the end of the movie. Like, what the point? What? Why did we need the, the fucking? You, hey, we can't just end this movie. No, we got to go back and play Shotgun Safari because it's some big. It's a big thing. Or something. It. I'm sure it means something to somebody. I don't fucking know. But then even the closing credit song is Shotgun Safari. He's got a whole <laughs> fucking song about the stupid video game. And um, oh no, he says, "Let's hunt some lions," and that's the end of the movie. Because that's also fucking something. There you go. There and it that is. does it. That's Craig Zoller, dude. You were fucking two for two, but you whole big old swing and a miss. On <laughs> How this is it one, that buddy? we were able to get through all three of his movies before like any other series or any other directors? <sighs> He happened to go right there he to just, ABC's. He just, yep. just stayed, stayed in those early letters, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, we went through the whole Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Oh, we did. Yeah. I mean, we and did. And Back to the Future. 
uh, but you know all the films in their discography. So we haven't gone through like Prestige or like all. Oh of no, 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 yet. right. We've completed Zoller. We have so far. Zola. He does have one in the works, and man, I hope he learned from Zola. this fucking thing. Yeah, no shit. You don't need sleeping pills. Put this fucking movie on. Go right to sleep. I know, right? Exactly. But let's go around the horn anyway. I'm sure there's no question about what we're gonna <laughs> talk about. This, but. Uh, I don't like this whatsoever. <laughs> um, it's sort of it's very boring, and it's not a good. You don't like seeing two guys just sitting in a car. It can be done well. Two but guys, one car. Is like what the when I called. read the synopsis to try to catch up to it, there was just so much stuff that was going on that I read that hasn't happened yet, and all this boring bullshit talk kept happening, and it wasn't even mentioned in the synopsis. So therefore, it wasn't even enough to fit into a summary of a fucking movie. Therefore, it didn't even need to be in the movie. Could have cut out a lot of it. Maybe would have made this better, um, but it. It just wasn't, and I usually would like Vince Vaughn. I said Brawl was good, right? I said I'd rewatch Brawl. Uh, I said I know I'd rewatch I Bone Tomahawk. I think uh, this is uh, one you won't get a rewatch from. Oh, no, that's no, that's right. right. Although you can, re- I can rewatch Jennifer Carpenter again. Bla- blasted, <laughs> oh my god, blasted she get, away. She gets, she gets so blasted. <laughs> so blasted. She's so fucking blasted, dude. <laughs> so fucking blasted, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I'm being so fucking blasted. Spoiler dude. alert! I did not watch this movie. Yeah, uh, I saw the runtime. You're the lucky one. Saw the runtime and I was like, "No fucking way! <laughs> Fuck you, Nick!" Like, I didn't um, get that text though. But Usually, uh, you messaged I, me. It may have been a little late. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I I'm gonna base my my decision on. However, I feel that you guys well, basically, you described it to me, and mm. no, absolutely not. <laughs> I would not. I. It's. <laughs> Yeah, he's he. I think I was kind of like Carlos. Like the the first two, yeah, they're wa- they're rewatchable. They were somewhat decent, but dude, almost three hours mm-hmm. is is no bueno. Three hours and nope. at least an hour and a half of it is Mel and Vince Vaughn sitting in a car eating. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I got this because we on the the brawl and cell block ninety nine episode we talked about this. You know, right? We brought this one up, and I had not seen it as of that point. But we were all very curious because, you know, Bone and Brawl were fucking good. Uh, so I got this for cheap, ordered it on Amazon, watched it. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I had to rewatch it, obviously, because of the title of the show. As you said last week, it's not the watch party. It's the rewatch party. That's right. Uh, and uh, I hope that I never, ever, ever have to fucking watch this movie ever again as long as I shall live. Fuck this movie. Fuck it. No rewatches. Go a uh, fucking YouTube Jennifer Carpenter getting blasted. YouTube fucking the the guy shooting up the convenience store. That's I'd pretty watch funny. Dracula over this movie. I would too. Yeah, not rewatchable. I'd rather watch Keanu Reeves do a, a, a bad English, English accent. accent. This isn't movie. even watchable, much less rewatchable. Like, I, if you have not seen this movie, keep it that way. You you won. God damn this fucking movie. So that does it for us this week on the Rewatch Party. Uh, find us on Twitter. Their, their Watch Party. Their Watch Party. Uh, email us at therewatchparty at gmail.com. we love to hear from you. Tell us some stories. Have you seen this? Have you seen any of S. Craig Zoller's movies? Uh, let us know that or any other sort of movie-related trivia about you in your life. Uh, we always love hearing from our listeners. But join us next week. As we learn the Bruce Lee story in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. Chinaman's chance. They say that too. I'm different. You kind don't understand English. 
You guys killed my dad and Kree. You think I'm happy to see you in my gym? Don't touch me. Or what? Huh? Or I'll touch you back. You're not really an American. This guy Lee is awfully oriental. He's playing oriental. And you can't change people with your fists. You kiss him. Kiss him. At least. He defied tradition. I'd like to take some lessons. I'd like to give them. Now you know I'm not Chinese. I've noticed that. You've been charged with violating the martial arts code. This is the first Bruce Lee Kung Fu Institute. We do not teach our secrets to the enemy. I'll teach whoever wants to learn. Some of them chop sake flip, man. He began a revolution. I have developed a way of fighting with no fixed positions. And became a leader. You are ordered to stop teaching. You die in Hong Kong. I've seen it. Ah!